The following message is from Axe Church in Leander, Texas. More information about Axe can be found at axechurchleander.com. The reading is from James 3:13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by the good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Kirsten. I invite you guys to pray with me. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are a good God. You are a God who was in control of 2020. You are a God who was in control of 2021. Lord, as we uh, dive into the scripture today, Lord, as we uh, seek you out, Lord, we pray that this year uh, would be a year where we're able to have integrity, where we're able to follow you uh, in a way that is countercultural, but in a way that attracts people to you. Lord, that lets them know the God that we have and the God who wants a relationship with them. Lord, we say this all in your son's precious name. Amen. Well, again, guys, happy 2021. Uh, I know I am not the only one who could not wait for last year to end. Uh, and as we were kind of talking through as a staff where we wanted to go, uh, I have been jokingly saying, but almost intentionally, I really do want to have, like, we all survive. Like, it was just such a, a hard year. But one of the truths that really kind of shook me was as much as I would love to blame everything that happened in 2020 on all the external things, whether it was the economy or the virus or, you know, politics, all those external things that were happening, the the real root of the issue is that all that stuff came from inside of us. Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples and the Pharisees, this debate broke out about what they were supposed to eat, right? What externally were they allowed to take in? And Jesus' response is, guys, it's not what you eat. It's not what you consume that makes you unholy. Instead, it's what comes out of your mouth because what comes out of your mouth comes from your heart. I can't tell you how many text messages I sent last year to people who were struggling, who were wrestling with family or division that essentially said, yeah, 2020 is not bringing out the best in people, which was true. But 2020 didn't put anything inside of us that wasn't already there. The divisiveness, the anger, the hurt, all that junk, all that meh, that was all inside of us. And it was those circumstances, those conditions where we were just all a little bit more raw, that that stuff came out easier than it normally does. And so as we enter into 2021, we said as a church, you know what? We need to detox from some of that stuff. We need to take ownership. We need to repent. We need to confess. You know what, God? There was some stuff inside of us. There's still some stuff inside of us that isn't of you. And if we really want to see 2021 be different as a church, if we want to see 2021 actually go in a different direction, it's not the externals that are going to change it. It's the internals. It's our relationship with God. It's him purifying us that allows us to go forward. 
I recorded this message a little bit sooner for Lakeline. They're doing their live stream, and so I, I put this one uh, not live like today, but I, I again pre-recorded it for them. But as I was driving home, uh, there was a, uh, a tribute to the early 2000s, uh, and I don't know about you, but when I first uh, started hearing tributes to uh, seasons or decades of life, uh, I was the first time I was driving to Pittsburgh, and it was just jam after jam was on the radio, and I was loving it. And they cut away, and they said, "We'll get back to." Or a tribute to the 90s in a moment, and I almost ran the car off the road, right? Like, I was so like, oh my gosh, I have a decade, right? But anyway, so I was listening to uh, the radio, and it was, uh, you know, a tribute to the early 2000s, and the Black, Eyes, the Black Eyes Peas song came up, Where is the Love? And I just want to read these verses to you, if this doesn't sound a little bit like 2020 to you. What's wrong with the world, mama? People living like they ain't got no mamas. I think the whole world's addicted to the drama, only attracted to things that will bring you trauma. Madness is what you demonstrate, and that's exactly how anger works and operates. Man, you gotta have love just to set it straight. Take control of your mind and meditate. Let your soul gravitate to the love y'all. And then the chorus, people killing, people dying, children hurt, you hear them crying. Can you practice what you preach? Can you turn the other cheek? Father, 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 help us. Send some guidance from above. Because people got me questioning, where is the love? And that, that, was, that was the question for 2020, right? That, that was the brokenness. That was the hurt. Because it didn't seem like there was a lot of love in 2020. Just division and bitterness and ridicule. And every month it seemed to get worse and worse and worse. I think for me, the, the biggest heart pain was the reality were, was that Christians weren't any different. Christians weren't better on social media. We weren't better in politics. We weren't nicer to people. Christians participated in all of that division and that divisiveness as much as the rest of the culture. Our relationship with Jesus it didn't translate into how we operated and lived in a difficult year together. There was a gap there. And so this year, 2021, if we're going to be different, first we've got to figure out where those gaps came from. And so there's going to be four sermons. We're going to start today with individualism and selfishness, which is going to literally, as selfishness and sin always does, it's the bedrock of everything else. But from there, we're going to move to tribalism. We're going to move to social media. We're going to final finish with partisan politics. We're going to detox from each of those things. But again, unless we talk about what happens in our heart as individuals and the selfish nature inside of us, none of the rest of this is going to make sense. And so we're going to use that scripture, James chapter 3, 13 and following, to kind of unpack what that looks like and what happened. But the good news is that this is not just going to be, okay, something's wrong, we got to fix it. But instead, God is going to point us to something that's right. At the end of James chapter 3, James promises the church that we have the ability to reap a harvest of righteousness. Last, word, last year, we talked a lot about that word righteousness. But in the Greek, it's referencing two separate words in the Old Testament. Sedekah and mishpat. Sedekah meant biblical relationships, right relationships with people. And right now, as a country, right now as a community, right now as a church, we need right relationships. We need biblical relationships. 
but it also means biblical outcomes. Outcomes that honor God, and we need that as a culture too. And what James writes to the early church is there is a way that you can reap that harvest. So we're going to look at that today. That's where we're going today, but before we get there, we got to figure out where we went wrong last year. All right, so James, chapter, eh, am I on here? Oh, works better when this is on. There we go. So who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by a good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. Right? That's what we wanted in 2020. That's what the church should have been about in 2020. Right? Who's wise and understanding among you? To show it by good deeds from humility. That that's where the, that's, that comes from wisdom. Wisdom is how we biblically operate. When you look at Scripture, when you look at the book of Proverbs, when you look at the teachings of Jesus, wisdom is all about a biblical way of living that comes through humility. And I love the word humility. C.S. Lewis has got a great quote on it where he says, humility is not thinking more or less of yourself. It's not thinking you're better than others, but it's also not thinking that you're less than others. Instead, he defines humility as thinking of yourself less. Not thinking more or less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Because you see, sin always makes it about us. It always makes it about the person in the mirror, the person in our tribe, the people in our family. And then it ultimately becomes us versus them. Myself versus them. And when that starts to come in, well, things start to deteriorate. Again, James continuing on. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, don't boast about it or deny the truth. You see, such wisdom does not come from heaven, but it's earthly, unspiritual, demonic. Those are heavy words, but, but they're true words. You see, our selfish ambition, when we act out of our sinful nature, unspiritual, earthly, demonic. You want to know what happened in 2020? It wasn't the virus. It wasn't the economy. It wasn't the election. It was each and every one of ours own selfish ambition, which was like battery acid to every relationship we had. Relationships we had online, relationships we had with our family, relationships we had with our country. You see, we've got a sin problem, and sin destroys everything it touches, continuing on in James. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there will you have disorder and every evil practice. Hashtag 2020. Where you have envy and selfish ambition, everything gets broken down. Everything is destroyed. That that's what happened in 2020. That's what went wrong. And so if we as a church, if we as Christ followers are going to admit where we made mistakes in 2020, it starts by repenting. It starts by owning and not playing pretend that we're right and everyone else is wrong. Not playing pretend that we are somehow more pure or more sacred than everyone else, but no, we, like everyone else, are just as broken and need a God who specializes in broken people. A God who specializes in broken circumstances. A God who specializes in the island of misfit toys. 
and starts putting them back together again in right relationships so that they can operate the way they were intended to. If we're going to detox from 2020, we start by realizing that we're part of the problem. But the good news is we have a God who is gracious and good and merciful, and he pours out that forgiveness. And so we don't have to play pretend. But we also don't have to live in shame. We can go before our God who specializes in forgiveness, who specializes in redemption, and he gives us his love. He gives us that forgiveness that we can then pay forward into 2021. You see, that, that's what the church's specialty is. We're not smarter than everyone else. We're not holier than everyone else. We're not better than anyone else, but we specialize in forgiveness. We specialize in reconciliation because our God specializes in forgiveness and reconciliation. And then we get to this moment where James turns and he says, okay, if it's not this, then what is it? What's the good that God is after? And he says this, for the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. That word pure in Greek, it's not about, forget about what it's not about. The word pure means sacred. We are sacred because we are temples of the living God. Paul writes to the early church in Ephesians and says, do you not realize that you are temples of the Holy Spirit? Everywhere we go is holy, sacred ground. Everywhere we go, people are supposed to encounter a sacred, beautiful God. Every relationship we have, every communication we send, every Facebook post we post is meant to be a sacred space for God and for others to see God inside of us. Wisdom from above is first of all sacred. And then peace-loving. That one's pretty self-explanatory. That we're not supposed to be divisive. That we're not supposed to act in a way that is going to cut ourselves off from others. But instead, we are supposed to be agents of reconciliation, as 2 Corinthians talks about. That we are supposed to love when peace, when reconciliation, when restoration happens. That word considerate, it means gentle. That we're not supposed to run in like an elephant in a china shop. That we're not supposed to just trample over everyone, but instead that we, like our Savior who came in, not riding on a white stallion, but riding on the foal of a donkey, was a gentle Savior, a gentle Messiah who was patient with us and who walked with us. Just pay that forward into 2021. Submissive, this is a word that I hate, right? Because it seems so weak, so doormatish, but that's not what submissive means. No, it means to be reasonable. To be reasonable in our relationships with others. To not demand our own rights, but instead to see where the other person is coming from, that we might be in right relationship with them. Full of mercy. Again, this this is from the Old Testament word hesed. Full of the very empathetic character of God. This ever-expanding, merciful, loving, enveloping restoration of relationship, to be full of what our God is full of, not what the world is full of, and good fruit. 
good fruit in our lives, good fruit in our actions, good fruit in our words. Impartial and sincere that we may have integrity. Wisdom from above is sacred. It loves peace. It's reasonable and it's gentle. It's everything that our God represents. That everything we do here produces something good. You see, God pivots us. When we repent, when we're like, you know what, yeah, I'm still part of the problem, he gives us a solution. He gives us a way out. And not just out, but into something good. What does he say at the end of this? You see, peacemakers who sow in peace, who sow in all of that wisdom from above, will reap a harvest of righteousness, biblical outcomes, and biblical relations. That's what we get in 2021. That's the promise. That's the opportunity we as a church, we as individual Christ followers get to participate in. That we don't have to go back to all the muck and junk in 2020, but instead we can say, you know what? I'm not going to play pretend. I'm not going to say I wasn't part of the problem, but I'm going to own that. I am going to bring that before my God and say, can you take care of this? And he is going to forgive you. He's going to forgive me. And in that forgiveness, he's going to say, now I'm going to teach you a better way, a way that allows you to be sacred, a way that allows you to love peace, to make peace between divided cultures. And we are a divided culture right now, right? We need peacemakers. We need right relationships with one another. We need biblical outcomes. And the beauty is we have a God who promises that if we seek him, if we repent of that selfish ambition and that bitterness and that envy and turn to something else. So we're going to end today with confession and absolution. And, and we're going to use uh, James chapter 4 to kind of guide us in that. And it's hard words, but it's words that for me really describe what happened in 2020 and how we go going forward. James chapter 4 says this, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you can't get. Because you don't ask God. You don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. That's where we are as a world right now. That's where all of us as individuals are. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Well, I do. You do. All of us are part of the problem. So I invite you now to confess with me. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you not plain pretend. Lord, we would love to say that it was all the external things that made 2020 as hard as it was, but that's not true. Lord God, while those externals were real, the root of the problem was in our hearts. Lord God, we ask for forgiveness. Lord, we come before you now in silence, offering up where our own selfish ambition, our own envy, our own bitterness, corroded relationships with you or with others or with the world. Hear this, church. 
In 1 John, it says, if we are faithful, if we are honest before our God, he is faithful and true and will forgive us our sins and all unrighteousness, all broken relationships. Church, you are forgiven. Our God remembers them no more and he sends you into 2021 as his agents of reconciliation, as his sacred, gentle, reasonable, peace-loving, full-of-him children. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Acts Church in Leander, Texas. Feel free to share this message with others and stay connected with us at actschurchleander.com.